Hello and welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host for this journey, Anthony Maldonado, joined as always by my two favorite gentlemen for the next hour or so, Taylor Strick, the Strictator himself. How are you feeling? How's it How's it going? It's, last week was bullshit, but we'll get into that later. Oh, I can't wait to get into that. <laughs> You know, you know, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and then I, I, I don't want to cut off my introduction to this, this other great gentleman, Mr. Brandon Murphy. How's it going? Feeling dangerous tonight, Anthony. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, <coughs> fantasy football. I I love and hate fantasy football. Yeah, when you um, risk it, not starting somebody, and you come away with the win, you know, you gotta you gotta enjoy that. Or when you play two players that put up zeros <laughs> and still get a victory, you're you're you know it's, it's fantasy football is pretty good. Uh, I'm sorry, Drew. She's a fickle beast. She's <sighs> yeah, especially this year. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, let's get into uh, let's get into last week. Let's recap it. Uh, give me some give me some best things, uh, Murph. I'm gonna start with you this week. What's what's your best thing from last week? Well, it you know it was a better it was a better week. Start. I mean, Raven scared me to death, but uh, it was a little easier to choose something this week. I wanted to hone in. I love our Houston Roughnecks own PJ Walker getting the start for the Panthers. Yes, sir. And taking down the goat. I mean, frustrating Tom Brady and uh, holding them to uh, three points and P.J. Walker throwing two touchdowns and getting the dub. I love to see that. Yeah, that was good stuff. Um, You know, P.J. Walker actually threw it downfield. I think I heard a stat from his last start that his dot as a quarterback, his average depth of of target as a quarterback was – behind the line of scrimmage his first <laughs> yeah start, negative two which is like is what i heard it's unheard of that's that's insane um although dj moore thanks him fuck dj moore god yeah, let's, let's um, talk about him. i don't want to talk about him um yeah. but anyway huge yeah, roughnecks fan i had to shout out PJ i do Walker. yeah i i do want to see pj college's own that's that's good stuff all right taylor what you got for best week well, uh, Murph had an easy time, but I definitely struggled this week. So I took a reach, and uh, I came up with at least seeing a lot of players come off of injury. Um, Keenan Allen came back, Gus Bus for Murph, so congrats on that. D Hot for Murph, so you should have had a big week. Um, Harris, <laughs> they were under bench, one of them. Um, Harris came back for New England and do shit. Uh, Jonathan Taylor back after a couple weeks, so. We should kind of see some teams get up and rolling, maybe shake up the league a little bit. Um, but the real best thing of last week was the Astros going to the World Series. So, going with that. Yeah, you should have you should have led with that one. Um, and I probably should have ended with you just because of of what your worst thing's going to be. But I'm gonna I'll, I'm, I'm gonna hit mine real quick. My I think my best thing, and I think maybe it's just because I have two players that were involved in this on my roster. But we're actually seeing pretty big NFL trades this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember seeing very many like big trades in the past for the NFL. Um, I feel like that's We've more of like a defensive like a, players. Yeah, not for fantasy, but not in-season offensive players. Right, right. 
With and the biggest one, of course, is McCaffrey being moved to the to the Niners. Um, and then just this week, uh, we had James Robinson being traded to the Jets after Brees Hall went down. Um, it, it's yeah, we don't see a lot of a big offensive trades. Maybe Odell Beckham last year. And uh, but that I don't, I don't remember. Was that during the season? That was yeah, because and then he I complained about Baker got traded, but that was not during the season. That was not during the season. So like but in in season trade within the NFL, I think it's good. Um, you don't see it as a lot of shakeup. Normally, we see a lot of these big name player trades in like the MLB um, at the trade deadline, but you don't see it much in the NFL. So maybe. And there's a lot of talks of other players potentially being traded. Kareem Hunt, uh, Cooks in, in Houston, Jerry Judy in Denver. I mean, all these names are floating up in the air. And it seems like we always get a lot of names floated up in the air every year, but we don't actually see a lot happen. Um, so to see McCaffrey and James Robinson happen, um, I think I think that's good for the NFL. I think some of these teams like the Rams that are making big trades and you know, kind of going all in for it has made made it kind of a trend for sure. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, the past two years of NFL, of the Super Bowl winning teams, you have the the teams that go all in either in the off season or even during the during the year. The the Rams last year getting um Stafford and Odell Beckham and then the year before that Tom Brady going to the to the Tampa Bay, you know, Buccaneers, so um, I think a lot of teams are trying the go all in method instead of the homegrown method. So we'll see how that affects you know NFL going forward. Um, well, and I, I'm going to piggyback on Taylor's also Astros going to the World Series fourth time in six years feels pretty great to be an Astros fan. Um, it's let's best outcome for me. I can <laughs> enjoy both teams, even. Even the Phillies. Unfortunately, I'm a Bryce Harper fan. Okay, watch your mouth. Um, let's move I'm on sorry. to I'm pulling for the Astros, man. But I'd hate uh, to see that dude get that much sauce and not come away with something. Well, he uh, already got an MVP though. He's good. Uh, he's fine. Um, all right. Well, let's move into the worst thing. Uh, Taylor, I should have had you in with your best thing. Why don't you run us through your worst thing from last week? Yeah, my worst thing kind of tails right into my best thing. Um, I guess as many people that came in this week, I think double went out with all the injuries. Um, let me go through them all. Biggest one was obviously Brees Hall for the Jets tearing the ACL, so that's a huge shakeup. Womp, womp, Yeah. Obviously the Robinson trade and huge shakeup in, in fantasy as well. Um, what have we got? Notable injuries. we got Mike Williams with ankle sprain. Was that four weeks, Anthony? Yeah, I reported today on uh, Wednesday that it'll be – at least four weeks. So he's got to buy, and then he's going to miss possibly three games. Yeah. They were talking about it. They were saying that the IR doesn't count towards buy. It's actually four games. Yeah, but I don't think he's going on IR. Okay. Yeah, I think Uh, IR only counts games. Uh, What are the other ones? we got Dobbins right back out with the knee injury again. DK with the knee injury. Yep. St. Brown concussion. At least that one's short-lived. The smaller injuries to Zeke, Andrews, Lazard, Joku, Hubbard, Gage. And then I just found out Zeke probably won't play this week, so that's a bitch. Oh, yeah. And the I dude that got that. stabbed in the eye. That oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That was wild. 
He had to get carted off, and it was, it was already, like, swollen, and, I mean, it, it was either red as hell or it looked, like, bloody. Yeah. It was emergency room for an eye yeah, poke, yeah. so that's, that's wild. But, so, all the players that came back, we got a lot that went out, so we'll shake up the other way in the league. Yeah. All right, Murph, run us through your worst thing. Man, it's kind of just a, been a running thing for me in my NFL fandom, but during the bye weeks, it always starts to hit a little harder. Luckily, this week we have four, and when we have four afternoon games, it's not as bad. But the three afternoon games, it's just, it's, it's not that it's not great, because NFL on TV is great. But when you come off the high of like six to eight early games, it's just a, it's, it's kind of a letdown, especially when the, uh, I feel like, you know, the red zone actually has a lull in the action, and that's maybe, you know, that's me needing to mainline uh, NFL, but that's a really the only thing I could think of that was kind of tough last week yeah, that well, I didn't enjoy. Maybe a, maybe a sneak peek into what it'll be next next week, but just to piggyback off, the bye week balances. So next week, week eight, there are two teams, I think, on bye, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Week nine, there are six teams on by. Is that the biocalypse? Well, and there were a bunch of teams on by last week. I, I just the balance of bye weeks doesn't make sense to me. But they don't pay me to make the NFL schedule, so you know something we'll probably always complain about. Um, my my worst things. I'm gonna keep it pretty simple, pretty short, sweet. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Green Bay Packers. If your team plays at a bay, you are straight up not having a good time. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing 21-3 to to the McCaffrey-less Carolina Panthers. Just looked awful the whole game. And, and Brady did not, look, did not look good during that game. Um, and and same with with Green Bay. Green Bay lost twenty three to twenty one to the Washington Commanders, Redskins, and um, they've lost now three weeks in a row. Jets, Giants, Commanders. Now Jets and Giants, they still have good records. We'll see how good they actually are come the end of the year. But that doesn't look good for for Green Bay and um, it. It doesn't look like the the two quarterbacks are are playing like themselves, and I think uh, I heard on a podcast Kurt Warner came out and basically was trying to was talking to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, saying, "Guys, you know it's I know your play isn't down, but it's it's okay to call it quits, you know. Like it doesn't look like y'all are having fun out there anymore." Um. So just just something to to keep an eye on as as these two legends are maybe starting to to come down. Well, I think you could add if you wanted to expand that to another team and make it quarterbacks over you know thirty two or thirty five however old Russell Wilson is because I mean he's like all these old older Matt quarterbacks. Ryan. I mean even him they Matt just Ryan. they look well, bad. But, Russell Wilson was stretching on the plane over the London, so he should be okay. good oh, to go. Yeah. He should be good. Uh, he should be good. On that note, I just saw this little uh, meme pop up. Let me pull it up because it was about the Broncos. It had the top three defenses or top four, 
So you got the Bills, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Eagles. The other three teams, five and one, five and two, six and zero. Oh. Broncos two and five. Two and five. Third with the third best defense in the league. Let's ride. Yeah. Yeah. Not oh. gonna have a good time. No, it's, it's straight up not having a good time. Um. All right. Well, let's move on. You know what? Maybe next week we should switch it up and start with worst thing, and then end with best thing. That way we're you know we're in a better mood whenever we get into the matchup recaps. So I feel like we're always on a down before we go into the recaps. That's a good point. I'll I'll make a I note of that. I thought it was tough to find something. It was you know I enjoyed la- I enjoyed last week. Yeah, that's true. It is it is a lot easier to to find something that you like versus something you don't. But then again, I was just fucking bitter because I lost by two tenths of a point to Charlie. Let's get into it. Um, Taylor, you got the first matchup. You got the first matchup. (laughs) Tell us about Fup Buckerson taking down Hard R. Well, uh, yeah, this one certainly didn't go as we all expected. It did uh, not. Corbin taking down Cody, 142 to 113. And it took down all the way to the end of my analysis to think back of why did we pick all against Corbin? And it was his buys. He had no good receivers in this week. So he wasn't supposed to win this one. Um, But, yeah, it's unfortunate because Cody's team definitely didn't didn't perform. They actually did pretty well. Um, Still put triple digits, which was more than six other teams, so unfortunate loss. Um, But Corbin did it with pretty much just two players. Burroughs and Jacobs went for a combined 74 points. And, you know, my number crunch, so if we put those two. So we got Burroughs, Jacobs, and we throw in Corbin's kick. That's more than Drew's team. Yeah. Oh, wait. Throw in Corbin's kicker. So kicker, (laughs) Burroughs, and Jacobs. The best player on the team. He would have beaten five of the teams this week with three starters. And I think that included both of you two gentlemen. Maybe not you, Murph, but it was one of you. Yeah, so that is it was wild. Hit. It was definitely Murph, because I scored yeah. more than Murph. I think it was like 83. When I put those three together, it was 83. Oh, he would have beat me then. He would have beat both yeah. of us. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> never, wild, though? Never so, mind. Cody basically didn't have a chance with that. Um, what did we say? DJ Moore had his first big game of the season. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? To be I, fair, we told you to drop him weeks ago. TJ so Walker was bad. I don't. Uh, I I don't want to talk about DJ Moore. <laughs> Cody. Uh, Cody was led by Mahomes and Arizona defense. Um, I think there was high scores with near twenty, and all the other players just pretty much did their jobs, getting double digits. But Corbin's team just was fierce, and and he did it, man. On by yeah, so Cincinnati's job, letting Burrow just throw like crazy now, and like like they did at the end of last season. Um, yeah. Yep. Could be a problem for, for the rest of the league. Yeah, no, scary going forward. That was without Diggs and Cook in the lineup. I so know. He gets them back. And he just got Goddard. Um, yeah, that's fun. But, yeah, predictions, we all got that wrong. We chose Cook. All right. We did. Murph, moving on to the Gastro Disastro taking down Henson's Carpet Stains. Yeah, it wasn't as – it wasn't as close of a game as kind of I think we were all thinking it was, but some of us some of us believed in the underdog here, <clears throat> me and Taylor. But you know, I I was worried. I was worried uh, all day until you know, I mean, Dan had 
you know, Jamar Chase putting up the putting up the thirty. And then it looks like I think Mostert is just the guy in uh, Miami, so that's so that's good for him. Crazy, you know the quarterbacks. Neither of them did anything crazy, so that worked out. But um, yeah, I think you know Dan getting Dan getting a good sol- uh, solid performance from Stevenson and Mostert. It looked, I mean, he did it without Fournette, but. Uh, I think that's Dan's highest score of the whole season. I'm I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I feel I'm, sorry for the poor soul that takes him on next week. Yeah, Dan's got a good team up and coming. It's me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll see. I uh, you know, that's a that's a down game for Gino. So, I mean, if if his team continues to produce like that, and and Dan told me he was going to ride with the Ravens the whole way. So. Uh, they did. They did. They did the damn thing for him against the Browns on that one. If y'all remember, two weeks ago, my little stat was Dan has gone up in points every single week. Yeah, that's, that's continued, huh? Still stands true. Yeah, one eighteen last week. Not he goes up again. This week. That's, that's gonna be straight. something. That does not look good for me. Yeah. You know, um, Henson Metcalf going out early just really killed him, um, and. I mean, you'd think the Broncos are going to rack, rack up more than four points against the Jets, but the Jets look legit. Uh, you know, Mixon had a good outing. Justin Tucker doing the damn deal, but it wasn't enough to beat little Dan. Fantasy football, man. You just never know. Uh, speaking of never know, let's move on to this this just absolute juggernaut of a matchup between <laughs> Allen's Little Beauties and Murphy's Law. A whopping uh, Murph, you took down Britt 77 almost to 67. It's a great game. Um, Just old school. Old school fantasy here. Let's take a look at the high scores. Defensive battle. Barkley, 15 points. Hopkins, 15 points in his return. And Miami's defense with 12 points. Those are your top three scorers. Another down week for Lamar Jackson. That is – and they won, so you got that going for you. But um, And then Britt led by Trevor Lawrence and Jacoby Myers with double digits. Those are the only two players with double digits. His defense putting up a goose egg and a big old whopping – one and a half points from A.J. Dillon, who he had to switch to at the last minute because DeAndre Swift was still hurt. Um, and and all, all the while, Jerry Judy sitting with 13 points on his bench. Uh, probably, yeah, definitely was the difference. If he would have played, uh, well, no. Never mind. I mean, he, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's anything he could have done. Just the DeAndre Swift injury is is uh, what really threw Britt off in this one. Uh, Murph, pickup. Uh, you had Gus Edwards, Tyler Boyd, going off on your bench. Eighteen points for Edwards and twenty five points for Boyd. Mm. Uh, I hate that lotto ticket. Yeah, well, but it you know it it worked for you. You you had the scratch off ticket. 
you scratched everything off. It looked like you were going to hit the lotto, and then you ended up winning a dollar. Um, you know, still a win, but you know, it's not what you wanted. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Taylor. You got the next one. Speaking yeah, of speaking of yeah, juggernaut matchups. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't yeah, see another video. barn burner. Yeah. Hey, you took my lines. That's what I had wrote. I said, oh, man, a barn burner. Oh, I'm um, sorry, Taylor. But, yes, Anthony's Copper Troopers against Drew's Dumpster Fire, which, yeah, it held up to his name. Anthony took down <laughs> Drew 81 to 70. Um, and although with Drew's luck, I think anyone could beat Drew. He could probably throw darts at some fantasy names. Oh, the upcoming matchups this week are going to be fun. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know what Drew did to shit on the fantasy gods, but uh, they, are, they are not happy with him. Um, interestingly enough, and Anthony pointed this out, is he mentioned that uh, two players not even playing, and I thought he was referencing last week against Charlie. So Drew, again this week against Anthony, had two players get zero points for Anthony. And Drew still couldn't couldn't pull out a win, man. So yeah, Robinson and Dobbs put up goose eggs, shit the bed, and uh, Anthony Drew still couldn't get it. Um, Anthony's big performers. We had Mike only big performer. I said performers only big performer. Mike Williams put up eighteen, but like mentioned earlier, he is injured, so shit all over that. Fantasy football. Drew be uh, much the same as all season. Jones got him 24 points with two touchdowns, and all of the players did absolutely nothing. So, Well, Njoku N- N- put up a good game, but now he's hurt for four yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then St. Brown played, it's what, brutal. two minutes into the first quarter and mm-hmm. caught one pass and then went out with a concussion. I really do appreciate the effort Drew is putting in. Um trying to overhaul his team it's cool to see it's not quite working yet but yeah it's, a couple it's, promising guys he got foreman he got latavius murray so maybe he'll have some luck going forward but we'll see yeah. oh and then on that note uh, he put in uh put in drake no foreman over drake and he would have won this week or vice versa drake had what half a point Yes. And Foreman put up 18, 15, 18. So. Kenyon Drake had 11 carries yes. <laughs> for, for a yards. whopping five yards. But he put up oh, I watched it. last week. Like, like it's like you look at his score and you're like, he had, he had, fifth, he had five yards. Like they must have just, just gone with Gus Edwards the entire time, which they did go with Gus quite a bit. A lot. But Kenyon Drake had 11 carries. So and this is the guy who last week just – Half a yard preparing. Tore up the Giants. He was playing exactly the opposite as he played the week before. The week <laughs> before, he was insane. confident, hitting the hole. That he play, he danced behind the line the whole damn game. It was it was not it was not ideal. Well, that's you know when you when you got a shit show inside of a dumpster fire. <laughs> these are the type of performances you're going to spit out. Uh, Murph, let's move on to your your matchup. Uh, oh, please, on. oh, go ahead. In case anyone was wondering, we all picked Anthony on that one. Yeah, super comfortable win on that one. Yeah. Um, Murph, you got priest up, priest up, deaf guy versus uh, commissioner's pet. Well, this just continues along the you know just continues the long lost streak of both of our bottom our bottom feeders here. Uh, 
and Josh's team is continuing to look like a solid team. I don't know. Hopefully he can recover from losing Brees Hall for the season, but tough loss. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean Pollard's gonna pay off here for the next week. I mean that, that's something he can do for there, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it just did not work out well for Matt here. Uh, Jeff Wilson with the Christian McCaffrey signing, it it's just gonna be a bad bad way. Green Bay. And Alan Lazard, you know, nothing there. Luckily, I think I think Tuba Hubbard's going to get most of the carries in Carolina, so maybe he'll have better outings than he did. But when your quarterback puts up less than 15 points and you don't have anybody else that puts up over 15 points, you're, uh, you're going to have a bad time. And like I said, Josh's team is looking pretty, uh, pretty solid. So... We'll see. Uh, we'll see how things go from here for him and uh, Matt. It's going to be tough getting that win, buddy. Till this week. I mean, I I stick with him being just so unlucky because Jeff Wilson was producing, and then they go out and trade for Christian McCaffrey. Um, Lazard looks like he's the only one that has chemistry with Rogers and then he gets hurt. Drake London looked so good at the beginning of the year, and now the Falcons just want to run the ball every single chance they – they were down like 20 yes, points or something. Yeah, they were down – what was it, 21 to nothing or 21-7, like super early. Yeah. And they just decided to continue to run the ball. I think – what did Mariota throw? 21 passes? Was it was 21? It, oh, they do not trust him to throw the ball. At all, that's insane. And like, when are they gonna go? And they're they're they still have a decent record, but when are they gonna go to the rookie and see what they have? Yeah, it's like no game script. They're just gonna run it no matter. They're just gonna run it no matter what what happens. That's it's insane. But yep, Matt, you know, you just you just got bad luck, man. And now you have a bad team. So that's just gonna (laughs) it's just gonna continue. Okay. Are we ready? Here. And uh, yeah, we all picked Josh there. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. All right, let's get into this last one. Uh, We all, we all got the predictions wrong, guys. How could we get this one wrong? How did we? I can't believe all pick against the mighty Charlie. Charlie took down the strictator. 118.76 118.76 to 118.56. Both teams overperformed to their projections. Um, Charlie, if you look at it, I mean, he had a great breakout, or not breakout, but a great performance from George Kittle. Um, and maybe a kicker. Christian Kirk had a good performance, but every uh, other than that, all of his other players scored under their projections. But that Taylor's point of drink because he can't deal with this matchup. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> but all of his other players scored under their projections, but they were still steady. They they, you know, maybe scored one just or two under points their under their just <laughs> under their projections, and were just good enough 
to to beat Taylor. Taylor had another bad week from Mark Andrews, who didn't even catch the ball. What do you he, mean another? He's been steady. This he's been steady. With, real one. I thought he had another. He had one early on. He well, had this is his first week, like zero. First week game. four, he had two and a half points. Oh, well, that's yeah. in the past. Touche. <laughs> but anyway, I'm saying he didn't catch a ball. He carried it one time for four yards. Um, your wide receivers. Uh, great. Get, and then get to my gold. <sighs> you lost with Eckler scoring thirty. Ken Walker scoring twenty nine. And Zeke scoring almost 18 points. I, I, I'm i I'm flat. And, and this game came down to the last. Oh, yeah. Can <laughs> I break that down? Please. Oh, my God. Yeah, so apparently that Chargers game wasn't on TV. But I had both my running backs playing against each other. So that's gold. Everybody wants to watch that. So I'm tracking it on GameCast on my phone. And it gets down to, like, the last four minutes. And Chargers are in the red zone, and I'm down by like seven. And it's like the 10 yard line. I'm like, oh my God, all I need is like an Eckler run or reception. And boom, I'm within like one point. Son of a bitch, pass it to Eckler, scores a touchdown. I am now down by point two points. Point two. I'm like, oh, this is an easy win. The Seattle gets the ball, and Walker just runs the clock out. All he needs is two yards in four minutes. It'll be good. Or they stop him. Chargers get the ball. Eckler needs one catch or two yards rushing. I'm going to win. Four minutes, done. Easy, fucking easy. bench walker. Yeah, they bench walker, put in the backup. He gets the first down, and I lose. And God damn it. Yeah, I'm back to drinking. I'm, I'm on mute. <laughs> I mean, just uh, everything lined up for you to win this game, and you didn't. Oh, yeah, and I did my, like, happy dance. Uh, my wife was in a bathtub. I ran into the bedroom, did my happy dance. I'm like, I'm going to win this week. And, yeah, I think that's probably what fucked me. I don't dance well. Yeah, <sighs> especially naked. Um, yeah. <laughs> just uh, absolutely crazy. I mean, I, I even called Charlie because that was on the day of I – mean, it was Sunday, so it was game four um, of the ALCS. And I called Charlie before the game started, and I was like, hey – did you see your fantasy score? And he was like, oh, what? I was killing him. What happened? And I was like, you were killing him. And then Eckler and Walker, and he looked at the score, and he goes, oh, oh, no way. And then he finally looked at it, and he said, oh, I beat him. That makes it so yes. much more frustrating. <laughs> he wasn't even paying attention. I know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, yeah, fantasy football is a bitch. It's a bitch. Uh, guys, you know what else is a bitch? It's summertime. It's wintertime. Your AC goes out. Your house gets hot. Your house gets cold. I mean, no, we, we we don't want those, okay? Listen, are you not see? Uh, sorry, are you are you not seeing the performance you want from your air conditioning system? Does your AC system seem to make shady moves without your knowledge? Sometimes in the middle of the night? Well, the good folks over at Strictators AC Disrepair have got you covered. <laughs> Strictators ACs are guaranteed to give you the white noise you need to put you to sleep or perfectly distract you while you're listening to your favorite podcast. 
tired of waiting for other or tired of waiting forever for those other guys while your house just keeps getting hotter and hotter strictators ac disrepair is quick to respond to any and all issues as if they knew about them even before you did and we're just waiting for you to notice and if you need some white noise to drown out your wife kids or life's hardships nobody beats strictators ac disrepair they put the white in white noise so next time your ac system is on the fritz give strictators ac disrepair a call you're going to love their work because they won't give you another choice. <laughs> oh. I like how that looped in two guys. That was good. <laughs> um, yeah, another great ad. That one um, came from one of our other uh, league mates. So uh, I'll put the word out again. If anybody has any ideas for ads... Reach out to any of the three of us. Any of the three of us are capable of reading ads. We are happy to. Our podcast is brought to you by the wonderful sponsors that we've named on the program. Um, so uh, thank you to Strictators AC Disrepair. <laughs> oh, love it. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to uh, next week's matchups. Uh, let's go over our predictions from last week. So, Murph and Taylor, both of y'all went four and two on your predictions. I went three and three. Stupid Henson. Um, overall, Taylor's running away with it, 15, or seventeen and seven. Um, I'm right behind him, fifteen and nine, and Murph is right behind me at fourteen and ten. So that's that's how we're looking now. Uh, last week, uh, as great you know, Murph and I put up really great fantasy matchups or per, you know performances. So we both won, and Taylor's team you know sucked it up. So uh, I you both. <laughs> um, since I scored the most points, I With get 80. to pick eighty-one. Thank you. Uh, we get I get to pick the first matchup. And um, uh, there are some some good, some decent matchups. Um, Murph's taking on Henson. That should be a pretty good close game. Uh, Josh taking on Cody. Um, you know, that could be an interesting game with bye weeks. But, guys, I got to do it. We got something that I haven't seen seven weeks into the regular season. 0 and 7 versus 0 and 7. I don't think this has ever happened in this is, years. Th- this I hope this game is like 40 to 38. <laughs> no, because they're nothing like would or, yeah, or they're going to go 150 <laughs> it's to look 160. Like an actual NFL score. Yeah. I I mean I I I cannot wait for this. So shit show and dumpster fire versus commissioner's pet. Both 0 and 7. Somebody has to win. No. No. Do you know what would happen? Just for this week, they would tie. <laughs> to the hundredth. That would be fantastic. Yeah, to the hundredth. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, in reality, somebody has to win this game. Um, so let's look at it. Um, it looks like Drew is going to stick with Tom Brady going up against Baltimore on Thursday. Um, your running backs – 
Aaron Jones and Foreman versus Henderson and Ch- and Hubbard. So you got both Carolina running backs going up that's, against each other. That's extra fun too. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh! Wide receivers, you know you you'd think the edge goes to Drew with C.D. Lamb and, and Brown, St. Brown, but you know uh, Matt gets Jefferson back. Matt needs to find a tight end. This is this is straight up a, a shit show. This is like the shit show championship. I mean, whoever wins this game is gonna be or whoever loses this game is going to be the favorite for sticker bitch. So oh, there's, yeah. there's a lot come down to this one. So who do you guys have in, in this one? I'll, I'll go first. I, I think it's good. It's pretty clearly Drewby's the favorite and that's who I'm going to go with. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he's, stronger at every position almost like maybe you could take drake london over latavius murray but other than that i yeah i think drew i think drew wins this one comfortably i'm uh i'm gonna disagree i would say it's kind of a toss-up at them all and drew has the fantasy god shitting all over him so it's flip a coin for either team, but Drew's luck this year. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Matt. Say Drew's luck this year. Have you not seen Matt's luck and Matt's team? Drew's there is back zero luck in this matchup. Drew's nobody has luck. Weeks okay, but nobody has luck. They're both zero and seven. You can't give you can't give an argument to oh, one or the other. Seven. Drew, I, I guess, has a better storyline for his losses. This is this is one of those games where it's like the the little league players playing, and you're just I just want them to have a good time. <laughs> you know, like no winners, no losers. We just want them to have fun. Players are pissing out left field. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I I hate to say it, Drew, but it's super fun. When, when the fantasy gods shit all over your team, <laughs> and and I know you don't like it, but I mean, I just the, honestly, this is a coin flip because I can look at everything I said. Yes, I am because <laughs> uh, I'm better at it. Okay. Uh, what else did you say? Like I don't remember. But anyway. Coin I'm gonna flip and shit show. I'm gonna go with well. That's why. Well, you just said it, so it's it's fresh in my brain. Um, I'm gonna go with Matt. Why not? I think it would be super fun to see it happen. All right, so, Drew, get me back in the game. But like I said, I just want both these teams to just have a good time. Okay, I'll bring the orange slices and the the Kool Aid for for y'all after the game. Okay, just roll up in the minivan. <laughs> that's right. Well, both I'll give you both participation trophies. Okay, Murph, you're up. Which uh, which matchup do you want? This was a tough choice for me because uh, I really like two of the matchups here. I I like them both pretty closely because. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I just I but I've got to go 
with uh, I want to break down, you know, I got to go with the commish against Britt. It's a, right. uh, you know, it's a battle for the ages. They, uh, you know, they both give each other as much grief as I've ever seen, you know, Fact. between any two in the group. So it's just, uh, yeah, I think this is kind of a little rivalry here. I like, I like the emotions that's on this. So in, ca- in case y'all didn't know it, um, the, the sponsor was actually provided by Brit. <laughs> <laughs> See, so I will say like, I, yeah, I've got to go. I've got to go with uh, Taylor versus Brit. All right, I'm break looking at. Um, yeah, go ahead, break it down a little. Yeah, that's. I forgot that we were doing that this time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, Swift actually gets back on the field here. Um, but I think Britt, you know, he needs a huge. He needs kind of needs a huge game from Allen because I do think Taylor has the more well-rounded team but uh you know Debo Allen who I mean like yeah he needs huge games out of his stars because I think like I said Taylor's just got you know he's gonna have to do something with Elliot but uh I like where I like Wandale and Andrews is gonna is not gonna I mean I, I think he's gonna go He's going to have a tough time against uh, Tampa Bay's linebackers, but I think they send him deep down the field and, and Lamar hits him. Uh, so if I'm making my first pick here, I think I think it's it should be an easy win or a comfortable win. Maybe not an easy win, but like a comfortable win for Taylor. But, uh, you know, after, after what I saw last week with Charlie beating Taylor, um, you know, maybe the, maybe the tides are turning. For the commission over here. So just, me. just to confirm, that is a pick for Taylor. Yeah, I'm taking okay. Taylor. <laughs> okay. um, I'm going up and down this lineup, and, and here's, here's my prediction. Zeke will not play, so Taylor yeah. will have to either make a trade or find someone off the waiver wire. Um, but then Samuel might not play for Britt. So, here's what I think is going to happen. Taylor's going to pick up a waiver wire running back. It's going to dud out. Josh Allen is going to carry Britt's team along with the help of Jerry Judy, who he fills in for Debo Samuel. And Britt is going to miraculously pull this victory off. That's what I'm going with. I'm I'm putting – Putting the bold prediction out there that Britt takes this one. I think Green Bay's one strength is their defense. And I think Kyler got his, his boo back in the Hopkins, so Lord I hope maybe he can play uh, Josh Allen to a draw. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with one of you. Thanks, and Captain Obvious. Yeah, let me walk through it as I decide. Um, yeah, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot's probably out. I'm a little worried about Andrews because, I mean, they play tomorrow night. He still has a practice, so I'm going to make this decision as if he is playing. Um, He's playing. Yeah, he better play. So, yes, I do got to fill a running back spot, but I think I can get a flyer. It is a little reassuring with Samuel being just as questionable. But 
I mean, just position for position. After that bullshit last week, I'm, I'm picking myself for a comeback. All right. Face. Taylor, comeback. Taylor, what's your matchup? You're up. Well, shit. Yep, way to be prepared. Uh, no, actually, I thought of this when I was worried Murphy would pick it. Um, I want to go with Bruce Up Def Kai versus Hard R. That's a good Damn. one. That is a good one. Oh. Break it down. I was trying. No, I was thinking back of why is that Cody's name, but I was thinking it was hard in, but no, I got the R. Disregard. Good. Okay, let's break it down. Doesn't need to be brought up. <laughs> okay, so let's see. We got a. And Josh, Josh just has a solid team. Pollard's going to have a big week if Elliot's out. He's actually going to be the true one, so that'll definitely help. Chubb's been a beast. Cole commits a joke, so Josh should probably look into a better tight end. He already Although did. Although that trade, that trade's pending, right? It's gonna go. It's gonna yeah, go through tomorrow. Okay, so at least Komet will be out. And then who else does that take out of this? That takes out uh, Pittman. Pittman. But that's on his bench. That yeah, he already put him on his bench. Cody on this side. We got Robinson, who's been decent. Taylor still hasn't performed. Kelsey. And no Mahomes Kelsey. Out for Cody. No Kelsey, yeah, no Mahomes. And then Kirk's Williams. a decent backup. Jamal Williams in the flex spot. If Swift is back, that won't do much. But he's got Singletary. Fuck it, I'm going Josh. Yeah, my my thoughts exactly on Jamal Williams and his flex. Um, and like Murph said, Green Bay is strong at anything. It's defense. Um, so even if he plugs Singletary in his flex, um, he might not he might not get what he wants there. He's got to find a tight end, and there's not many of them on the waiver wire right now. That and I think we're still appreciating Singletary's name. I did see a stat. He's, he's RB thirty on the year, so he hasn't been performing. Who? Singletary. I, but oh, I did yeah. see that when Buffalo's in one score games, Singletary gets like twenty percent more of the carries. Like he normally gets like fifties, fifty six to sixty, and then when they when they're in one score games, he gets like seventy two to seventy six percent. I think so, I don't know. I think Hertz is gonna go bonkers against Pittsburgh to make uh, Philadelphia fans happy about one of their sports, since they won't be happy with the <laughs> other one that's playing. Um, and then I think Jalen Waddle's gonna go off against Detroit, Olave against the Raiders. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Josh. I think we've hit it pretty well. Let's sweep it. It's Josh. Big Josh. Not sorry, Cody. (laughs) I I talked to him last week. He's like, why does everybody hate me? I feel like we choose against him every week. And he still somehow fucking wins. I can can look at that. That's why. He he picked how many players on his team. (laughs) Yeah. Over under two and a half. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't draft a team. We don't, we don't, we don't believe in you. Um. All right, I am up, and I am taking. I am gonna take Henson's carpet stains versus Murphy's law. 
probably the closest one in the project in the projections. Um, Henson's got to play Prescott at quarterback, and that's concerning. It's an expensive quarterback. Yes, it is. It's a little prelude to later. Nice. Um, Lamar gets Tampa Bay tomorrow night, but top four DBs are out. Both starting cornerbacks, or all three cornerbacks in the slot, and the slot guy too, and the safeties. Just gotta hope that uh, Lamar can can play to what he's supposed to play to. Uh, I think Henson's got you beat in the running back category with Henry and Mixon. Uh, wide receivers, you've got yeah Godwin and Hopkins over his Brown and Pickens. Uh, he picked up Schultz to go tight end because he traded away Ertz and Montgomery. And then Travis Etienne, the golden child that got away. I, <laughs> I, I, I traded him. but um, He gave away. Yeah, this is tough. Um, Schultz I... versus Waller, Etienne versus Edwards. One of y'all start predictions because I I still don't know. Murph, where's uh, Gus Edwards' injury status? Oh, he is. Did you see him? He's last all week? systems go. No, no, no. Injury status tomorrow. So that's want to make sure it's still the same question. No, nah, he's, right, he's playing. We're good. He's RB one. Okay. Uh, which is why I'm pretty. I think this is this is a get right game for me and Lamar for my team and Lamar and we take Henson down. I'm sorry, buddy, but I think that's the way it goes this week. I think uh, Houston's unsung defense holds Derrick Henry to a low total, and uh, huh. yeah, I think you know AJ Brown puts up decent numbers, but Philly needs to, Philly takes the foot off the gas. Kind of, um, you know, I'm worried. I'm kind of worried about mixing an ATN, but other than that, I think Lamar puts up a old school Lamar game. Barkley does it against Seattle. I think Hopkins was a preview, and I'm hoping Waller actually scores his projections this week. Let's go, call it a W. <laughs> Put it in the books. What you yeah. think, Taylor? I was I was torn until Murph just made a really good point there, and that was Derrick Henry against Houston. So that's an automatic lock for near 300 yards and probably three touchdowns. <laughs> so, I mean, shit, based on that, I've got to go. Yeah, Henry versus Houston and then Etienne as, as the flex. I'm going Henson. Sorry, Murph. Yeah, it's okay. I, I think it'll be a good. I think it'll be a very good game. I, I, I hope it'll I'm be caught close. Anthony, and I'm <laughs> caught you now. We're good. I'm sweeping it next week. Um, I'm uh, yeah. I'm looking at you. You got Brown versus AJ Brown versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Henry versus Houston. Mixon versus Cleveland. It's terrible run defense. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Murph. I hope, uh, you know, uh, I hope we're wrong. No, I, I really don't. But you have yeah, a chance to catch us. You have I'd a like chance to, to catch us win, in predictions. So, 
Let's go. All right, Murph. Uh, your your matchup, sir. Ah, all right. So we let me just let me just run over what we picked here. So off the board is the zero and seven battle. <laughs> Britton Taylor. You got two oh, to yeah. choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I. I won't be hearing about it this weekend because Corbin's out of town. Oh, man, which one do I want to talk about? Yeah, you know what? I am. I'm going to I'm I'd rather talk about Anthony and Dan. Let's Ooh. go. Let's go Cooper Troopers and the Gastro Disastro. Mm. And uh let's take a look here. Oh boy. I think <laughs> I don't like Fournette against Baltimore's defense. That's going to be tough. And the Giants' defense is solid, but Daniel Jones is playing Seattle's defense, and they've been really solid as well. Hmm. Can I say I think it comes down to Chase versus Cup? It could, uh, yeah, it, it it very well could. Yeah, there's the two I was staring at. Man, uh, I do like Amari playing Cincinnati. He's he's been solid, but I think they try to. Man, I don't know. I want I want them to load down McCaffrey so much in Shanahan's offense. I really don't know what to expect from him. But hmm. can I jump in? Go ahead. I'm I'm at a loss here. I obviously pay more attention to this matchup than the others. Yes. Um and I absolutely hate that it's gonna come down to Monday night with him having Chase and Cooper playing in the same game. Ew. Ooh. And I just get to sit in agony as Burrow throws four touchdowns to Jamar Chase. Uh, Stevenson looks like a man possessed in that New England offense. Um, I might be able to get it over Fournette. And then I just want to hark on something. Murph, before you even hopped on, and Taylor and I were just chatting, Taylor said the thing I've been thinking the entire time about my team. My team should be good. <laughs> it has Christian McCaffrey and Cooper Cup. It should be good, but it has not been. It has not been Karma. for seven straight weeks. And it's not that I don't have any faith. I think Dan has put together a very good team. And I really I I am doing something I haven't done all year, and that's going against myself. I am... I think little Dan will beat me this week. I I do as well. I hate to say it, Anthony. I I think he's I said it first. I think his team has the higher floor and the higher ceiling. Yeah. Well then I'm gonna go bold and either lose a game or gain a game on y'all and because of what you just said, is your team should be good. They just haven't performed. So you got to think eventually 
they will perform. McCaffrey's had at least or over a week learned a new system. He should be come out. You've got Cup, so those two alone should win that's, games. That's the only way I'm going to win is if those yeah. two put up it's like 30 two. apiece. Yeah. Um, y'all's quarterbacks are a wash. Stevenson is scary. I got that right. But I think you can only be down so many weeks in a row without performing. So Dan's been on the way up. You've been on the way down. There's got to be a shakeup. I'm going Anthony. Wow, that is not how you bet, sir. That is That's, that is a bad bet. We'll see next. Also, podcast. just just pointing it out, but but uh, Sam Ellinger picked up by Little Dan. I know you'll probably get to that one, but that is a that is an interesting pickup, especially for a man with Geno Smith. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh, you picked him up to bench this, him, but. but all right, Taylor, you get the last one. I get to steal it from you. It's Chuck Nasty versus Fud Buckerson. Sorry, I'm still. Laughing at Murph's scream. Yeah. Do you still see that? Yeah, it's a change. <laughs> All yeah, right, let's break this down. Put that in the group chat for behind-the-scenes content. Yeah. <laughs> feed the, feed and, the animals some scraps. And I guess this one's just so boring. We didn't pick it because it should go one way and definitely not the other. Let me see if I can make a case for Charlie. Other than I'm getting well, lucky and squeaking a win by a shot. Well, we didn't last week. There. Yeah. <laughs> Burrow could come around. So yeah, Charlie's got Rogers playing like shit. Kamara's been decent. Hunt's not great. Higgins, he had a big week last week, right? Not really. Not really, he got twelve. So Higgins really hadn't done anything. So Charlie's stars are Kamara and Adams. Kittle's hit or miss. Maybe Kittle, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he's up and down. And that's pretty much Charlie's team. Other end, we got Corbin Burrow, who's been a monster. Cook, who's he's not quite a top ten yet, but fifteen running back. Josh Jacobs is the monster. Diggs the monster. Pierce is hot, so I feel like I drug this on for way too long. I think he puts DJ Moore in, and he gets five touchdowns this week, just to shove it in Anthony's ass. So go Corbin. Fuck DJ Moore. My official prediction is, fuck DJ Moore, Corbin's going to win. Yeah, I think that's, you know, the long, like, Charlie's team's coming together, and that's what makes it kind of sad, but I think Corbin's team is kind of rising to the top here. This is, uh, Let's be clear, we probably all want Corbin to lose because he's rising to the top, but Yes, but unfortunately, that's not. I mean, that is the way fantasy works sometimes. But I think I think Corbin's got this one. Yep, in the bag. I think you're right. All right. Well, that's all of our matchups for next week. Uh, we got we got a couple of different picks between all of us, so should yeah, be some shake up be, in the predictions. It's gonna be good. All right, Taylor. Waiver wires and trades. Let's, what uh, you got for us? Let's break it down. So, uh, no trades in the last week. I know we had two in the last couple days in our league, but we'll talk about that next week. So, nothing to go over there. Um, I guess technically, yours and Corbin's. You and Corbin, right? Yeah, it yeah. went it went yeah. through yesterday, Wednesday. Yeah, y'all went through before we talked, but it was kind of boring. So or Tuesday. We'll sorry, see. we'll see how that turns out. Um, y'all, winners, losers, or big spenders first. 
Uh, go in that order. Let's go. Let's yeah. Go winners. Okay. Shits and grins, because I always like to fuck with Anthony. He actually got a good kicker this week. Picked up Lutz and got 11 points. Finally. Well done, sir. It's not that hard, so stop hating on him. Uh, Matt, <laughs> pro- no, not Matt, sorry, scratch that. Murph, probably with the biggest pickup of the week, Grab Gus the bus. Could be huge going forward. Like we mentioned earlier, Dobbins is back out with a knee injury, and Gus looked pretty good. Um, granted, it was on the bench, but Murph still pulled out the win. That could be a big play going forward. Um, other big possible winners, we got Drew and Matthew, each grabbing one of the uh, running backs to fill in McCaffrey's shoes. Both actually put up decent weeks, which is kind of funny because McCaffrey struggled with that. But Foreman put up 15.5, Hubbard, Hubbard right behind him with 14. And I think Hubbard's the one, but that injury let Foreman get some more of the carries. So I think the winner of, of that matchup between those two is going to decide the better of those two teams. And that was pretty much my only winners. Oh. Losers. Big one. <laughs> who, if you had to pick one team that had the biggest loser on a waiver wire, who would you pick? Just based on everybody's luck. Oh, Drew? I gotta look at it. I'll say thank you. I mean, no, it's just, there shouldn't be anything to look at. Yes, definitely Drew. <laughs> biggest bust. Drewby grabbed Kenyon Drake after he busted out 20 points last week for Baltimore. Uh, Drew spent eight bucks, which is not a crazy spend, um, but kind of a sign that nobody else put in any bids. Started him, and he got in a half point, as we covered. 11 carries for five yards. So, I can't big bust on that. What you got, Murph? Oh, I can't believe that. 11. I, it, was, yeah. it was amazing to behold. 11 and, carries and 2.2. Yep. And again, if Drewby didn't play him, he would have won that game. Um, only two losers this week that I broke down. Next one would be Corbin, who was almost the biggest loser. Dropped Carter from the Jets mm. the same week. Same week that Brees Hall gets knocked out for the season with a torn ACL. Um, but Trader Robinson, I guess, takes the sting a little bit off of that drop. But it looks like Corbin ended up paying top yeah, dollar to get him back. So we'll, we'll vi- revisit that one next week. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, check sure. that cost because yeah, I, I thought the price was drop, but it's true. And that's, yeah, he did. I texted yeah. text him giving shit. I was on a roof and I texted him giving him shit. I was like, man, how do you feel right now? But I looked at his ninety-eight dollars spin. I was like, well, you can recover from that. <laughs> yeah. And then our last category. Speaking of big spenders, let's break out our crazies. Justin Henson, $33 in fab for Dak Prescott. Like, I don't know about you two. I think that kind of money warrants, like, your up-and-coming RB1s, your receiver ones. Wide but, receivers, yeah. Yeah. Did anybody else bid for him? Oh, yeah, they did. The I next don't remember that. Second bid, $2. Oh, $2. good. $2. He overspent well, by three. $31. But the uh, extra... Go ahead, Anthony. Oh, just, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it was a terrible modest. decision. It was just a terrible decision, <laughs> you know? It's, you make mistakes. Yeah. And extra salt in the wound. Russell's the one he dumped to get Dak, and Russell outscored him 14-12. to 12. So, 
so he would have been two points Ouch. better. But again, Ooh. I'm giving him shit. I think Dak's not a bad pick going forward, but at probably a five dollar spend, and not thirty three. Um, other big spends, I don't think any of these were as dramatic. I paid fifteen for Wandale. Next bid was three dollars, so kind of a gap there. Drew paid eleven for Latavius Murray. Corbin at eight. Anthony at 11 for Ayuk after big weeks, and Corbin again trying to spend some money with eight. Um, but like I say, most of these were long-term plays. None of them really busted. A lot of them were bench plays, so we'll see how those turn out. And then, let's see, hang on. Tie it back into Anthony dumped G.J. Moore for Ayuk, and he had his first big week, so that's my first note. So good job, D.J. Moore. Uh, and that uh, is our waiver wire. Just, just every move I make right now <laughs> is awful. You know, I was I was so close to dropping James Robinson. I'm surprised I didn't do it. Oh, was so, that have been grand? I'm looking back. So that would that would have been. I guess that's three big drops right now. I think on a year. So we got Godwin early from Brit. Murphy's hasn't quite played out. I think Robin Brian Robinson. Possibly a big drop just because you sat him for so long. And I think Carter. Could possibly, yes. Yeah. That one's undecided, but. And Carter now is the third. Carter wasn't a back. big drop at the time, though. Right. You, yes. But you didn't know with any Hindsight. Of it, yeah. But anyway. I think we did it. Good, good job, guys. It's another good one. Fantastic. Thanks to our um, amazing listeners. Thanks to our amazing sponsor. For this episode, again, if you have any, uh, always taking new sponsorships, so please reach out to one of us, and we'll be happy to read your ad on the air. Um, well, for Taylor, Murph, and myself, uh, we thank you for listening. Good luck in your matchups this coming up week, and we will see you all next week.